Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Answer Questions. Uh, this week, as always, I'm here with my parents, uh, mom and dad. Hello. Hello. And joining us again, we have my sister, Felicity. Hello. So uh, this week, uh, we thought we'd try something a little bit different, and we'll have my parents asking my sister and myself questions. Um, so I'll let them go ahead and ask the first question. And you may notice this week, we actually have intro music, um, courtesy of a friend of a friend, Gideon Rowe. Thank you. Thanks, Gideon. All right. Sorry to cut you off, Mom. Uh, what's the first question? So it's kind of a loaded question, and I debated asking it because it may hurt. <laughs> um, but what do you wish we would have done differently um, while, while we were raising you? Good question. Sis, do you want to go first? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure I want to answer that question. <laughs> I really wish you had not put me on so many fucking diets. Sorry about that. So I guess for me, one thing would have been to to encourage a little bit more like uh, physical activity when we were growing up. Um, I know you guys were busy, you know, with jobs and everything. And we did do like, I remember clearly in Idaho, like we'd go out and do bike rides together as a family. Um, and that was fun. Um, but other than that, there wasn't like a huge push for like, hey, like play sports or, you know, work out or a bunch of stuff. It, was, it just wasn't a huge part of growing up. Um, I kind of wish it was more of a part. No, I wish we would have done that more for you guys as well. But it's, it's better to to start out in a healthy lifestyle and keep that than it is to pick it up later in life. And it seems to be harder to get that habit going. Mm. And you do have to remember, we were very young and we were just doing the best we could with what we knew. And we both had come up from farm families. And so for us, working was just what we did. And we didn't, you know, per se, do go to the gym or go running or whatever growing up. It wasn't something we did. So it was something I had to learn, mm -hmm. which I learned later when you were a senior, <laughs> junior and senior <laughs> in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was, it was a generational thing, too, because we, when we were growing up, uh, you were always active like there was no there was no uh playstation you know uh or any of that it, it, that kind of lifestyle that that sit on the couch and play video games that was on end uh wasn't part of um our lifestyle like hell atari didn't come out until the early 80s yes i said atari <laughs> uh, so we we got kicked outside it was active yeah um and so when we kicked you guys and said go outside and play that's what we kind of felt like you were doing mm. we didn't realize that you guys would sit on the porch and do nothing yeah i think the thing that also played into that was that we moved around so much when we were younger um that we didn't 
really get a chance to make those like super, super, super close, you know, like friendships um, and just have somebody else that we could just go play and hang out with um, when we were growing up, which might have been different from you guys. Because um, remember, you guys were like, go outside and play and be me, Ben and Sis, you know, on the front yard, like throwing sticks or rocks at each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we're like, all right, so this was cool for like 30 minutes until like the side of Ben's head got cut open. <laughs> okay, in my defense, he right. pissed me off and then threw a rock at me and I had a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you going to say this on the flip side? On the flip side, we are very excellent at quickly making friends and attaching ourselves to a situation. Yeah, you guys did learn how to assess situations and assess well some of you learned how to assess people better than others but um you know you you learned how to fit in and not get beat up yeah Yeah, okay um what what skills would you have liked me to have taught you while you were growing up that perhaps you've learned since leaving the house one thing that I wish I had always learned and that I kind of tried to learn a little bit ago was how to drive stick. Yeah. Um, I, I wish that was something that I knew how to do now. Cause I, I know we had that sob growing up. That was stick shift. And that was, that was always fun to ride around in, especially with you driving dead. We hit, <laughs> I remember we hit uh, quite a, quite a high speed, uh, I won't say if it was above the speed limit or not. Uh, <laughs> going up the hill and flying over the top. <laughs> but driving around Lake Quarterly. <laughs> yeah, I, I also remember mom having a bit of fun sometimes with the stick shift. And that was, that was, that was a good time in that car. But um, that was just when we got up to uh, driving age. I, just, I don't think we had that car anymore. No. And so, yeah, from that point, we it was just an automatic. But going back, there's been a couple cars I've looked at since I've I'd been in the market recently to buy a car, where I was like, oh, that oh that looks like a you know really good car, it's a good deal on it. And then I looked and like, fuck, I don't know how to drive stick shift. <laughs> well, you do. You just gotta trust yourself more. Yeah. It is. And- skill worth learning because if you can drive a stick, you can drive anything. Right. So uh, it's and over here in the states, finding a car that's a stick shift isn't easy anymore. In Europe, it is very easy because they like to drive. I mean, like they're drivers, and driving a stick is is for drivers. Where here, it's everybody's so distracted with everything else that that is something they don't want to do. It's that one extra thing. They just want everything to be automatic and easy. Well, sis, do you have any skills that um, you wish mom and dad had taught us? Um, I am trying to think. They were a lot more thorough on the basic shit we needed, like how to open a bank account, how to actually write checks, apply for jobs, like all that before we even graduated high school. Um, and I know... Mom and Dad, you guys both did a really good job in teaching us like basic handyman skills. Right. Um, we were renovating so many houses growing up that like 
I can hang sheetrock, redo wiring, and, you know. Now you can. Now you can. Pull yourself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw back to last week's episode. I still can't go to a Home Depot by myself. I get struck with the urge to do something, like buy a house and redo it. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but did, well, I mean, do you think I should have taught you more? How to car maintenance. Car maintenance, more self-defense, yeah. more, you know. Yeah, yes to both of those. Because um, I know when I, I guess it was more Ben was, I guess, middle teenager. Um, 15, 16, when we were doing uh, kind of a lot of car maintenance, I remember. Right. Um, and then after he left, like, I would help out. I'd, you know, still help out a little bit, but um, we had bought, you know, better cars since then. We didn't have to do, like, a bunch of, I guess, whole bunch uh, of maintenance. We did the brake caliper job. Yeah. Um, and I guess, I guess with that, like, I had always been, like, the oh, the second hand man in that. Mm-hmm. I wish you would let me take a little bit more of like a, a leading position. Like as I got older, it'd be like, hey, like we need to change the brake calibers. And instead of, you know, be, me being the one like sitting in the car pushing the brake to like bleed them dry or bleed the brake system right. thing, like actually be like, all right, you need to go here, figure it out. I'll push the brake whenever you tell me to. Right, um, right. Yeah, yeah so, you, so I, you, I mean, you changed the caliper, but I, I bled the brakes. Yeah, I, um, that's 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 fair. Yeah, and and I would say there's a lot of instances, kind of like doing those like around the house, like handyman jobs, where you'd be like, oh, hey, we need to do this job, and then I'd always kind of be like number two guy sitting there, like, how can I help, Dad? Um, <laughs> instead of you just being like. Hey, like, you know, you you tell me, like, you have the skills, you tell me what to do, kind of thing. Right. Um, and that's... I think, I think that would have helped with confidence. Um, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, as far as self-defense, yes, I would have liked to learn more. That's something I've, I've found that I, I really enjoy um, doing. It, like, during college, I took a little bit of Krav Maga uh-huh. class, and that was something that... Um, kind of got me back into like, oh, hey, like I need to actually like work out <laughs> again and do something instead of, you know, like going to class, coming back and, you know, doing nothing. Right. Well, we did try to make sure you had the basics, the foundations of, of how to clean, how to do your laundry, how to do basic cooking, how to... um you know, manage your money, how to understand how to pay bills. How to get your own car insurance. <laughs> yeah, get your car insurance. <laughs> pay your phone bill. Like, you can't believe how many people I've had to explain stuff to that I thought was completely normal for people to understand. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. Sis, what, what skills, I guess, did you have to learn outside of home? Um, like, I, I know you, like, you moved recently like out on your own um so what have what have you learned out out there on your own without you know the immediate help of mom and dad um i would have really liked to have learned a bit more on how to actually negotiate with people and not just be like 
oh, hey, this is the set price. Why are you trying to change it? Instead, you have to actually sit down and be like, no. Barter. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like, it would have been nice to learn how to negotiate instead of just going, well, that sounds fair. Is that fair? Do I need to text mom and dad? No, it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Well, on, on that note, Felicity, I wouldn't want to negotiate with you. You've told us different things you've negotiated on, like your car and, and different. So I'm like, mm, not going up against that one. <laughs> Stubborn as a mule. Growing up, <laughs> if there was ever an argument and they're, they're turned into like a staring match in there, always lost. All, like, could never win. Sis would always win. She'd be like, I'm not doing that. You're going to have to do it. And I fully believe she would turn into a skeleton just standing there and it would not get done if I didn't do it. Probably. Uh, I get that from dad. If I don't want to do something, I won't fucking do it. Just going to stand there. I will die like that. So what, let me ask you guys this. So the peers and your friends now, Mm -hmm. what do you see that you think is just normal everybody should know this that they don't know that their parents never taught them what are like some glaring deficiencies that you you're like what you don't know that you should always have a personal checkbook you cannot rely on cashier check um i was talking to someone recently they were 25 and they're like we had to make uh you had to make a medical appointment and he was telling me, he's like, yeah, this is the first time I've had to make a medical appointment on my own. I was like, dude, you're you're 25. You're almost, you're getting close to 30, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's time for mommy to pull the pacifier out of that one's mouth. Yeah, I guess just, you know, basic car maintenance, um, basic, you know, handy handyman stuff kind of around the house. Like, oh, you got a, you know, leaky faucet. Or something, you should be able to fix that. Or, you know, the wiring's kind of bad. You should be able to change the wiring on, you know, something. Like, not redo the whole wiring to the house, but how you know, to, if you get a light switch that's on the fritz. Then, how to properly caulk a bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still run into that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that we adequately prepared you? to be independent in living the life you are? I, I think your whole goal was to get us independent. So yes, <laughs> in that sense. There may be a few um, social graces lacking because I honestly don't think anybody in our family has tact half the time. Half of us okay. are too young to care. The other half just have reached the point in their lives they don't give a fuck. I try desperately for that. All three of you are stubborn SOBs. <laughs> and we're like, I don't think so. <laughs> but that also goes back to we moved a lot. So yeah. social social norms in different parts of the country and different parts of the world are different. And so what was a social norm in the Northwest was not a social norm in the East Coast where we were. Yeah. There, it would just not necessarily the same. Um, I don't notice if Josh knows if he does this, but I find myself ranging from horribly, like, completely informal to straight up, like, 
Felicity Faye, how may I help you? Completely professional, formal. Like, there is no in-between. No, I'm pretty chill most of the time. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think college helped me a lot with social skills. I know, uh, I guess, middle, th- middle school through kind of high school, I was a lot more awkward around different people. But, and that was painfully apparent if you talk with um my partner right now um talk about our first interaction that we had painfully awkward on her end um (laughs) but so yeah i think college helped with my social skills um, a little bit um i think probably something else that could have been done or how to phrase this uh could have been handled differently in parenting when we were growing up was I know for me um I think discipline got a little a little lax there at the end kind of <laughs> maybe a little bit too early because I remember one time I came home from school and I was talking with I think both of you and I was like man fuck that there's something and I cursed and then you guys didn't do anything and right at that moment my thought was oh okay, this is cool and I can do this <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but I think at that point, Ben had been out of the house for a year already. And I think you guys were at the point where you're like, oh, fuck, these kids are almost almost out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. If we can go back, I would have picked you up and thrown you across the room into the wall. <laughs> I mean, I'm not asking to be like thrown out of a window or anything. <laughs> Well, like a hey, maybe don't cuss. Um, and then would have been, you know, more appropriate of a response <laughs> instead of you know nuclear warfare throwing me out. That that's cold <laughs> humor. Well, I, I think on to address that point. You know, we we got to that point and we went. It's a word. They're words. Do we give them a lot of weight? Do we give them? Um, you know, when you were little, the, those just were not appropriate to come out of your mouth. You know, some of you were easier to um, harness that and have that controlled. Others were a little bit harder and will make the Navy blush. Um, but, you know, it got to a point, you guys were old enough, you understood, and it's a word. And it... <laughs> It depends, you know, you're, you're just like, do we make it a, a taboo bad thing and, and oh, let, let me clutch my pearls and gasp? Or is it just, it's just a conversation word. We just ignore it and move on. And that way it's just like not a big deal. It's just a word. It's how much credence and how much weight you give it. And that's kind of where we were at that point. Because, I mean, you guys heard us say stuff and it was like, you know, at what point do you go, oh, that's an adult word and you're not an adult yet? Mm. So it was kind of waiting that out. That's the way I look at it. Fair well, and I think you guys missed the conversations. You know, we had conversations behind the scenes about what was and what was not appropriate the older you guys got. Will we allow this? Will we allow that? You know, um, so there was things that we did and things that changed as you guys got older that even changed 
in between siblings because of maturity levels. Um, some things that we didn't allow Ben to do or get away with when he was, say, 16, we might have let slide with you, uh, Josh, because your maturity level at 16 was a little more than what his was. Uh, well, a uh, lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's not on here. He can't defend himself. Yeah, I was about um, to say, I love that he can't defend himself right now. <laughs> uh, so bully for him. He should have joined us. Uh, but, you know, there was those things. There was things that we let Felicity get, uh, get away with, um, so to speak, that we may not have let the boys get away with. You know, we just looked at the individual and went, we need to hold, like it wasn't a one-size-fits-all. And we tried to parent in a way that that evolved and grew with you guys as you matured and yeah. grew. Um I mean, you guys have all made comments about my parents, your grandparents, and how they treat me to this day and treat you guys and, and the way you one of you went, how can you stand it? They still treat you like you're 12 and we're two. What the heck? And it's not, yes, you're our kids. Our relationship with you guys now is totally different than what it was, say, when you were two. But you're an adult now, and we have grown with you, and the and the relationship has changed, and it will continue to change as we all continue to grow. But you will always be our kids. We will always be your parents. We're never going to be your best friend and that kind of stuff, even though we know pretty much everything, and, and we're a very open family. But, I mean, and we're still the parents. It, it's just different. Now that you're all adults, we relate to you as adults, or that is our goal. We hope we do. So, Bliss, comments on that? Not really. I mean, the only thing is, I've said it before and I'll say it again, they're sentence enhancers, not swear words. Okay. <laughs> what, did you, what, did, what did you, looking back now, what are you guys think about how we treated your education in terms of, you know, one of the things we had you guys do was you had to take a musical instrument. Um, you know, you, we, we, we had the, the fight of the classics, uh, read the classics in the summer. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, there, there was yeah. those things. There's those things that we put that we put emphasis and weight on because because we wanted you guys to be rounded, I guess. Looking back on that, do you think that served you well or not? It actually does in my current job because um, a lot of my clients have read those books and I can talk to them about it at length because I was forced to read them. <laughs> yeah, welcome. no. And a lot of them seem surprised. They're like, oh, that's still on the reading material? And I was like, not on any school curriculum. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy it. Well, looking back, I appreciate it more now than I did then. Um, the musical instrument one, um, 
like at first I was kind of like, oh, it's like why? Like this is kind of dumb. Like I don't want to be in band. You chose the drums. Um, I was hey, I started on trumpet. Uh, I had a reed and, instrument. I yeah, wasted and they, so much money on freaking reeds. <laughs> I I appreciate the the forcing us to take it, you know, take do music, play an instrument, um, you know, to you know, like mom said, like watch the History Channel instead of cartoons, whatever. Because um, History Channel, then you actually got educational programs instead of like Ancient Aliens or whatever crap they have on now, um, which I think kind of kickstarted you know, my love of nature documentaries, um, sort of thing. The only thing that I fought you guys on was the classic book thing. I remember trying to read Gulliver's Travels, and I was not having it. Oh, I love that book. At all, I. I threw a fit. I just hated it. But no, I've since read it and it's good. And I, <laughs> but at the time I was like, I was like, this is dumb. Like I'm sitting inside just reading a book written, you know, however many years, like, why, why am I doing this? But, uh, you know, in different, you know, conversations or stuff with other people like they never really had that like the only forced reading that they had to do with classics was through school and through school you get like a bit of shakespeare here and there and like maybe of mice and men so i i definitely i appreciate you know having us you know do that when we're young it was probably something that i'll implement for my kids the only thing was like forcing us to take an instrument conflicted with the uh athletics class at the time so it was like being band or being you know football that's kind of not that i was ever like super into being on the football team um <laughs> but it was just another thing like oh hey why can't you do this like oh god band prick well and i think probably our mistake on that end was that we didn't we didn't make it known that if you had come to us and said, hey, I want to play football this year and push the issue, we probably would have compromised. Yeah. And I think from our point of view, like we didn't, we were probably a little too like scared or timid to bring it up. Oh, I love band practice. Like this is something that we like to have to do, you know, got to do stuff. But also in the same breath, um, looking by looking back, I wish we had kept that up a little bit more. Um especially through through high school because i know it was more of like going into middle school middle school and like beginning of high school i remember is when that period for me was at least for reading yeah the reading i mean you you got you discovered the original sherlock holmes by sir author author i can never do that one he messes Arthur Conan Doyle. Thank you. <laughs> Not that hard. Sound it out now. Shut up. I mean, you guys discovered some good literature. Part of that was I wanted you to see the comparison between what you were reading now, what was popular when you guys were there, like the Harry Potter series and different stuff, how it was such a cookie cutter book. Because I read them mm. with you. I wanted to see what you were reading. And it was so cookie cutter, it was so formula, formalized that you knew what was going to happen in each book. It was the same formula. 
And I, in the writing, there was the sentence structure was very short. I mean, they might as well have all been C. Dick run, C. Jane run type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was just beyond basic, I felt, for where you should, where, where I wanted you guys to be and where you should have been. And you were at that point. And that's part of the reason I wanted you to read the classics because in that it created a whole story and a whole visual if you let it mentally to see what was happening in that scene in that book and whereas the books you were reading I was like this is just like trash it's not enhancing your learning or anything mm. or your imagination or letting your your mind take something and go with it and create that character in your mind yeah and since finding those sherlock holmes books i think those are my favorite favorite books now um i've got a i've downloaded a book app recently and those are those were the first ones that i downloaded on there um so what what's something that you wish that you would have um seen us get into or like had us um um, like has taught us um, growing up. So I know you've asked our opinion on it. Like, what do you like? What do we wish that you guys had taught us? But from I guess your side of things now, like, what what's something that maybe you know how to do that we don't necessarily know how to do because you didn't teach us growing up. For me, I <laughs> I wish I would have been better at um, cooking healthy when you were younger mm. and making sure that, that it was, <laughs> that it was, it was better for you. It wasn't, I look back at it and I'm like, Oh Lord, I fed you guys some crap. The um, pizza. Yeah. I, you know, yeah I, wish tasty, I, been, <laughs> I, I wish I would have been more diligent and better at, at feeding you better and healthier, helping you make those wise choices and having a more active lifestyle with you guys when you were younger. Um, I've thought about that a lot and looked back and was like, Oh, you just, I should have done better. I mean, yeah, you guys know how to make a mean chocolate chip cookie, but <laughs> those should have been a treat, not an, a, you know, not a, a bribe. Well, a bribe, and they were in your lunches. Like they were staples in your lunch every day for school. Oh, you you was, handed me the mixer. Like I started dress <laughs> <press> baking. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I wish I would have taught you guys uh, nutrition-wise better and activity-wise better earlier, and you know, instead of teaching you to stress eat. Or hide my eating habits because I know if I go home, there'll be a pathetic salad with a measly amount of tuna and a gallon of water. Uh, yeah, I could have done a lot better. Uh, I think I think probably one of the things that we should have spent more time teaching you guys uh, was finances and how to not fall into the trap of this country in particular with consumerism and having to have and, you know, spend more than you earn every paycheck. Um, you know, th this country's great, one, for having people 
you know, you earn $2,000 a month, for example, but you spend 2200 because you put 200 on a credit card that you're never going to pay off. Um, I think probably what we should have done was spend more time teaching you guys, you know, if you earn $2,000 a month, you know, the first thing you do is save uh, 800 a month out of that and then live on the rest. Uh, because by doing that, then you can get yourself out of the work 45 year trap and you can mm -hmm. retire early. And I think also teaching you guys how to invest your money, um, and how to, uh, structure yourself for tax purposes. So you're not paying as much tax and that kind of stuff. I think we could have done a better job at that. Although I am trying to do that a lot more now, um, just on our family uh, group me where we where I keep sending out videos and that kind of stuff to sort of spark your interest and and you know help educate you a little bit. And I think also that plays into how we've changed our relationship, which is what your mother was saying earlier. As you guys have gotten older and more into adulthood and moved out on your own and done your own stuff then the way we're changed in how we interact with you is now we are starting the more, um, hey, this is good, this is good, this is good. Um, but we could have started a lot of that with you guys when you were a lot younger. Yeah, and that's something that I really appreciate now is that financial advice because um, I've, I've started, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how to invest, how to save, that sort of thing. And I, And you've been a you know a big source of my information um for kind of how to get set up in life and it's really interesting because in the position i'm in now i speak to a lot of late teen early 20 year olds and e even the ones that i would call the most responsible among them <laughs> know nothing their parents have taught them nothing they're still in the trap of go to college, get an education, find a decent job. And by the time you're 65, maybe you'll have enough to retire. Um, and they've, when I start talking to them, they just look at me like I am crazy. Um, but I'm able mm -hmm. to give them resources and I'm able to send them in directions where they can go and, you know, do their research. And uh, they come back and they're like, I never knew that that was possible, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I've, you know, and I've said a lot of the times, then what the hell does college teach you? <laughs> Certainly doesn't teach you anything about finance. No. And even in their finance courses, they don't teach you about finance. No. Yeah. There's no like personal finance thing that's, you know, mandatory or anything. And that's, you know, I guess one of the, classes i guess school high school or college would have would have taught was would be a personal finance course <clears throat> which uh pro sport is it that they now make their nfl the nfl now takes their new recruits in and teaches them how to deal with their money because they've never had that much money before a lot of them and they were finding that you know if they didn't make the cut for a few years or after a few years they were out or even if they went on and had a great career five years afterwards they were broke 
because right. they didn't know how to manage their money and were being taken advantage of or just spent it before they got it. So they were trying to teach them how to be responsible with it and how to, how to stem that from happening so much in their, in their industry. But it's, it's a very, it's a very important part of adulting and it can be fun to see and, you know, play the stock market or, or to see your investments grow and, and have that, that goal of having your stuff paid off your, your necessary bills and debt that you have, having that paid off in a set amount of time. And once you do that, realizing how much cash you have, cash or money you have each week, each two weeks, each pay period that you go, wow, okay, now what do I get to do with it? And it becomes a game almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do appreciate dad's financial advice because in a couple of years, I'll have my car paid off. And by this time next year, I'll have every credit card I have paid off, all the whopping two I have. And you want to cut them up? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm by the time I'm 30, I want to have a piece of land and build a little hobbit home on it. I want to be able to have the money that's not tied up in debt to do that. And Joshua, I see you smirking, and yes, I do want to build a hobbit home. <laughs> I got nothing against it. Um, oh, um, one thing, I guess, that I wish you guys would have made more mandatory or part of the... Um, your renaissance education with classic books and stuff would be um a foreign language oh yeah um we tried. Know, like, you have the option in high school to learn foreign language um but you know those spanish classes or french classes whatever you take aren't good and going through college like a lot of my friend group actually like you guys know andre Mm. Like he his first language is Spanish. Um and hanging out with him and all of his friends, like you definitely feel like you're, you know, the outsider on there. You're like, oh, everybody's speaking Spanish or whatever, and you're like, Oh, I only know English, you know. Sort we- of thing. And I, and I sorry, sorry to interrupt here. Um but like going, I went on a spring break trip with Andre and his friends, and I was one of three people in the group that, like, I can speak a bit of Spanish, but like, I'm not fluent in it. So it, it was. I think it would have it would have been a better time if I had known how to speak Spanish. We did try to teach you guys. We had the we had Rosetta Stone. Um, we had some other stuff. Um. You know, we weren't real disciplined at it. My biggest part of it is when we were, I took French in high school, so I was trying to redo that and I was frustrated that it didn't understand me. You know, I suppose Southern French, <laughs> trying to speak French with a Southern American accent doesn't work well. <laughs> um, so I found it frustrating. And yeah, you're right. We we should have done that because as Americans, they that's all you generally speaking is one language and when you look at the rest of the world especially europe they speak anywhere minimum of two to four languages and it's something they start from elementary or even before that so and it's harder when you're older to get your 
brainwaves and synopsis to hit right to make it work, but it can be done. I try occasionally to relearn French, and it's a it's a frustrating experience. You know, the funny thing is, we had um, some videos that Dad borrowed from somebody at his job at the time, um, and it was the Asian. I cannot remember what country it was. Mandarin, it was Arabic. Not- and Russia. It was no, 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 no. This was this was a video series. It was a um, TV series. I think it was the, Chinese. The, the Chinese series that was yeah. really good that we all watched. It was, I was, it was really good. And we watched it so much that I could be in the kitchen getting dinner ready, and I knew the gist of what they were saying because I understood from listening to it and reading the subtitles while we were watching it. I was like, okay, that's okay. I could keep up with what was happening, but we didn't keep that up. And it was, you know, it was one of those things. It was kind of almost like an immersion because we were so engrossed in that storyline and the, the visual cinematography of that series, which I cannot remember the name of it to save my life was amazing. I'm going to find that series again one day. I was actually thinking about that the other day and I was like, what the hell is the name of it? I want to watch it again. Well, I don't think we, we couldn't find it. They brought it over with them or a family, their family brought the, the DVDs over when they came to visit. It's something we could never find. I I do have a quick question for you guys. What did you think about us making you watch foreign films? Oh, I loved it. Oh, loved it. Um, I think that, yeah, that kind of kickstarted my love of watching, you know, films in different languages um, sort of thing. Because, like, if we we hadn't done that, like, I know my partner, like, she doesn't really watch a whole lot of, you know, foreign films. So every time I'm like, oh, hey, like, this is a really good movie. You know, we should watch this. She always kind of has a bit of an aversion to it. Um, there's some great cinema out there. Parasite. If you haven't seen it, watch Parasite, the Korean film that won Best Picture the other year. No, I love it. And um, a lot of my friends up here, they don't like watching movies with subtitles because they want to watch it, not read it. And so I've kind of tapered off on that. But it's like it still pops up on my Netflix queue occasionally. And I'm like, oh, yeah, really need to start doing that again. Oh, it takes the first couple times watching a movie, a foreign film and reading subtitles it feel like you miss them but i feel like the more you do it the quicker you get at it and you can you can read and still see the scene at the same time and get so much out of it i think the a lot of the foreign movies are so different than what we're used to it's like the classic books it's something different and expands your mind and i've looked at um a lot of spanish films and when i say spanish i mean spain spanish and they, there's a couple, there's an actress that does some, and she's amazing. And it, it's so versatile to see their storylines are different. It's the same thing. We, we watched a lot of British stuff growing up because, you know, we enjoyed it. I think very quickly, I'll add to that, that because I'm not American. Really? And every day I say, thank God. Um, but, and I, You know, I think one of the things in raising you guys, we were like, we are not going to have your atypical American family, which doesn't travel outside the United States, only speaks English, 
um, doesn't know what's going on in the world, has a very narrow education and a very narrow view of everything and wants everybody that uh, they encounter to conform to their ways and means uh, and they don't appreciate the rest of the world. In saying that, uh, I'm not against nationalism. Okay, so if you're a Trump fan, I'm not against you. All right, I understand where that side's coming from. At the same breath, I'm not a globalist. So if you're a Democrat or an independent globalist socialist, I'm not necessarily in your camp either. All right. Um, but what, what I think what we have to do, regardless of what camp you, you're in, um, you can appreciate your nationality and you can appreciate your uh, heritage of your nationality. Uh, one thing you should not do is throw away the history of a country because that never leads to good. Um, you are what you are and you are where you are because of who you were and where you came from. And to throw that away, you lose way too much. Um, and you also have to realize you are part of the world. You know, there's almost, uh, you know, what, 10 billion people are on, on the globe? You know, 7.5. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's almost 10. It's closer to 10 than it is to 5. It's exactly halfway. No, 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 no. There was that one person just born that actually moved the dial the other direction. Um, so, yeah, as we gain on 10 billion people in the world, uh, you need to learn to appreciate it. Um, and what you said about foreign languages, that was sort of my downfall. I should have pushed harder on having you guys learn foreign languages because, as you know, I speak a little bit of French. I speak some German. I speak Hungarian. So there's those kind of things, and that was my bad. So um, anyway, that's my little rant. <laughs> um, all right, Sis, do you have anything to add here at the end? I think you guys were good. I never felt like I should be scared to come out to you guys, so A plus on that. I mean, you you were you're still our little girl. Nothing changed. I mean, I, I think any parent that that doesn't accept their child for that is wrong. I mean, you raised your child um, to be their own person. The only question you should ask is, "Great, are you in a relationship? Great, are we adding them to the Christmas list? Are you happy? Are you healthy in that relationship?" I mean, it's right. it's the same that we did for the boys. You're, you're still my baby girl. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there should be no reason why any child should be afraid to state who they are to their parents. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's your, that's your safe space yeah. and, and your safe place to land and your support system. So we're always here for, for you and, you know, whatever the, whatever the announcement is that you feel anybody in the family needs to make we're here to support you and love you and help you be the better person you want to be yeah i think uh and i, and I know we've got to wind up but i think on that and this is going to be very controversial for a lot of people but i think any parent that would choose to disown a child because a child comes to them to express who they are and where they stand in the world based on you know whatever um, religion, sexual orientation, 
or or whatever the case may be. If a parent chooses to disown a child for that, having uh, given birth to the child and raised the child and loved the child up until that point, and then they want to cut that child off, is no better than a than a wild dog that kicks its uh, pup out after it reaches a certain age because it can't be part of the pack anymore. Um, and we they're no better than a wild animal, and they probably need to take a long, long, hard look at themselves and figure out really what they stand for as a human. Mm. I mean, yes, in, in a sense, you guys are, are our legacy, but that legacy needs to be that we helped you become the person you want to be and that you are a, a healthy, functioning, contributing member of society that that does what's right and and you're your own person, not, not a little mini us or a mini me that has the same thoughts I have, the same responses to stuff, because, you know, I have my own life to live. I can't live yours and I can't live through you. You know, if, if I don't like what I did at each of your ages, well, that's too bad. I should have done something different then. And I can't change that by forcing it through you guys to do it. Right. And I think that's a pretty good note to end on. Um, so, uh, until next week, um, I've been Josh. I'm mom. I'm dad. I'm Felicity. Awesome. And thank you so much, uh, for listening to another episode of Faye Answered Questions. Um, as always, if you want to reach out and get in touch with the show, have a question for us to answer on the podcast, the email is in the video description down below. Um, and enjoy the outro music. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.